Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. If you are a wine lover like myself and you gotta have it for your bachelor reviewing parties, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, Mm. my favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my, my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge, So if you want uh, wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member exclusive pricing. What's in the box? On every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash roses try firstleaf.com slash roses creams and serums are made of 70 percent water 15 percent preservatives and emulsifiers leaving only around 15 percent for the active ingredients that your skin needs but luckily now there's fiber skincare 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums, and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. 
If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. And at the other end of the line today is not Bachelor Clues. He got his tonsils removed this week, all in service of having a more sultry voice for the upcoming Windekia season, and he cannot speak. We wish him a speedy recovery and look forward to his brand new vocal cords to commentate on our beloved game this Windekia season. So today joining me instead to guest host is friend of the pod, former producer for the Vial Files, host of the Walk You Out podcast, and most importantly, the creator of Bachelor the Musical, and most most importantly, my friend, Rochelle Meese. (laughs) Hello and welcome. Hello. Man, I don't know how Clues could get a sultrier voice than he already has. You know what I mean? Ooh. Dangerous. Dangerous. I wow. I didn't know we'd have a declaration of love right off the bat. I mean, I'm just Michelle saying. Meese. I'm just saying. I've heard a lot of the listeners have fallen for clues just from his voice. Isn't that true? You, oh, really? You told me that, Pace Case. <laughs> you told me that. <laughs> Look, I don't know what, what people have said or haven't said about Clues' voice, but we can always improve ourselves. That's and I true. fully support him removing his vocal cords completely, <laughs> having AI updated into them and putting it back in his body, which I'm pretty sure is what he's doing. I mean, if anybody's going to turn into a robot, it's him. He's on the path. He's halfway there already. He is. <laughs> he is. And <laughs> we, we hope he has a speedy recovery. Yes. You know. Oh, that's a rough he's... one, tonsils, man. Usually you oh. do that when you're a kid, but I guess he's getting it done late in life. We wish Clues the the best of health. He'll be back soon, and you know he'll have an even sultrier voice. So it might the ratio of pit dwellers who are in love with Clues's voice might might increase. Uh oh. I hope people are in love with my you know yeah deep voice as well. Yeah, you got a good thing you know, going too. Hopefully. <laughs> we hope everyone is enjoying Gore Girl Summer so far. When Clues and I started it, we had no idea it would include so much, but it's really turning out to have it all. We had interviews with Tammy Lee, Elise Delbaum, Sarah Heron, Courtney Robertson, Dave Neal, Olivia Caridi, Chelsea Vaughn, Annalise Puccini, and our most recent interview, if you haven't heard it yet, with beloved phone hacker Ivan Hall. That was a good astounding. episode. Yeah, I, I listened to that. I loved it. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, what's he the, was definitely the sultry rating. Oh, hit. I don't find him very sultry. I'll be honest. He seems like a good guy, though. He was definitely keeping it clamped down. Didn't you feel that a little bit for the producers? He, he didn't want to say anything that would get him in trouble. I support whatever path any player is taking. That's a good point. You know, yeah. Everybody's on their own journey. They are. They got to get that bag. <laughs> we also in Gore Girl Summer had coverage of Bachelor Live on stage. The most in-depth coverage that I believe has ever been done. We had me contracting COVID-19 on the festival circuit at Coachella. What more could Gore Girl Summer have to offer? Well... <laughs> I'll tell you what, one week, one more week of Gorgo Summer, you're not going to want to miss who we have for the Gorgo finale. <gasps> who is I, it? I cannot reveal. Can I guess? It is astounding. Yes, you may is guess. Is it Nick Vial? Keep a straight face. Is it? My, fa- my face, you can't see this, but my face is completely straight. I reveal nothing. Stone face. But it is. I don't think it is. It is. Uh, it's a very, very exciting one. I never thought we were going to have on this podcast. Never so thought. I'm... Is it Balakay? Or you ha- have you had Balakay on? Balakay has been on the Balake. pod. Yeah. I thought so. Okay. All right. Wow. Well. I never thought. Hmm. Interesting. Well, Rochelle's wheels are spinning as she uh, <laughs> tries to discover this mystery gore girl. Oh, my gosh. Um, Is it Chris Harrison? I don't. Is it Chris Harrison? My face is neutral. My face is completely neutral once again. Now, I'm professional. That would be epic. I would tune in for that one for sure. Oh, my God. What would you want us to ask DLH? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of your uh, photoshops of him? And what do you, Oh, the, the demonic yeah, imagery? Yeah. And what do you think of his nickname? If he's aware of it even. I bet he is. Dark Lord Harrison. You think he knows about the name Dark Lord Harrison? 100%. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Lauren Zima told him, I wonder what he thinks about Dark Lord Palmer. Oh, he's probably so Mm. jealous. You think Zima worships the Dark Lord? Oh, Oh, yeah. She's down at that altar for sure. (laughs) Well, this is great, great speculation to start this episode off. And, uh... Don't worry for all the pit dwellers out there who are sad that Gorgor Summer is ending. Mm. A new season will soon be upon us. Dun, Two dun, weeks dun. of Pace Case Spring Break. Ooh. What is that? We don't know yet. It's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I can't share. Oh, man. And that will be followed by a two-part miniseries event where Clues and I are going to break down all the male players of the Windekia season, followed by the start of the Windekia season. And we have one more piece of business. In celebration of our third year anniversary. we have restocked the 4TRR t-shirts. We are selling them along with our Gore logo shirt and mug at gameofroses.co. I saw someone made a so people are already getting their logo shirts, and I saw a parasocial play today of someone already wearing their shirt, ready to get on their peacocking endeavors, which I love and fully support. I love all the shirts. I saw a lot of the shirts at the musical <laughs> that they were, there was a good uh, Game of Roses representation, and they all were wearing shorts. 
at Bachelor the Musical in January. It was shorts. awesome. Shorts. I mean shirts. <laughs> God damn oh it. My God. <laughs> I was like, what did the shorts have to do with it? <laughs> they were all wearing shorts at the theater. It was a bad look. <laughs> well, that perfectly leads us right into our next segment, which is the segment where we discuss something that's going on in the world of The Bachelor. This is Game, game of, of Roses. Roses. State of the game. Our theater correspondent, Rochelle Meese, is here with a special theatrical Bachelor the Musical field report. Oh, yeah. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Man, you let me come on the podcast a while ago and talk about the musical before we even put it up in Chicago. And so many of your listeners came out. It was so fun. That is incredible. Yeah. Thank you so much for the pit for coming out. Yes. I am so sad that I did not get to go see it I this know. year. I was like, Pace Case, I will buy your ticket to fly you out, but it just didn't work out. I couldn't. I was I had too much Midwest time already yeah. in the schedule. You know, hopefully my yeah. Midwest time will work out again better this time. Um for those who did not listen to the previous field report before yes. it was set on stage how did bachelor the musical come about well i started it at ucb which is upright citizens brigade here in los angeles it's a comedy theater and it kind of grew from there and we were having sold out shows so then a production company picked it up and you know then the whole world shut down because of covid and once things started opening up, they were like, we have this great opportunity at the Apollo in Chicago to put up all these parody musicals. We want to do yours in January. And we were like, um, yes, please. The Apollo is an amazing theater. It's like almost in the round. And it seats like 400, which was too many seats for us. <laughs> but literally, they flew out this set designer and he built the Bachelor Mansion on stage. It looked so legit. And he was a huge Bachelor fan too. So it looked like, <gasps> it looked so good. And I knew like the fans really appreciated that. And like we had amazing costumes and we cast Chicago actors. It was a crazy experience. It was also the height of Omicron, unfortunately. So it was, it was stressful, but it turned out tough well. to put on a, a yeah, production not, during COVID. Yeah, not the perfect time, um, but people still came out. And Lizzie, opening night, the audience lost their mind, lost their mind. What do you mean? Like, everybody was just so in it. Like, they were screaming, like, all the jokes. Everybody got all the jokes. Like, everybody was just oh on board. God, it was a fun so time. Wonderful. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I assume that the show went well with all the screaming. <laughs> it did go well. Yeah. It they didn't sell as many tickets as they were hoping to, but it was just I, I just think it was a really hard time to get people to sit yeah. in a theater with their mask on, you know. But um but other than that it went yes. really well. Yeah. We got uh, right up in the Chicago Tribune and a bunch of other. I saw yeah, that. Yeah. So incredible. Yeah, very fun. Um, do you have a favorite song of yours or your favorite song to write or your favorite one to see it come alive? Well, it's so funny because I wrote a new one for this last iteration and it was um, 
called More Than a Virgin, and the virgin character sings. It's trying to convince the bachelor, like, even though she's a virgin, because he gets very weirded out when she comes out that she's a virgin, as mm-hmm. they do, as they tend to do. Yeah, she plays her personal virginity card. Yep, yep. He has to respond. Yeah, and so she's like, don't worry, like, even though I'm a virgin, like, I'm still, like, really deep, really complicated, and, you know, she's actually not. But it went viral on TikTok. <laughs> And people that like, was my yeah, go ahead. <laughs> that was my next question. I was like, you went viral on TikTok. You got Virgin Saw got 1.9 million views and, and you now have 20.9K followers on TikTok. Yeah, but people like were really hating on it, which is understandable. Like it was like <gasps> ha- it was like a love hate thing because it made it fun of like um, communications majors who go to state school. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that was my next question. I was like, what was it like to go viral? That's incredible. And why did you shit on state schools? Because I went to, I a, went to state a state school. school. <laughs> I, went to, I went to University of Arizona. And I'm always like, I just like making fun of myself. And it's like, I went to U of A. We're all like basic. You know what I mean? Everybody like looks the same. We all like the same things. And that's fine, you know? But I think it's fun to make fun of. Maybe it's like a self-hating thing. It's probably that. So I don't know. Maybe I'll change the lyrics and make hey, it less. Hey, like you know, that. Uh, maybe the divisiveness made it go viral even more. The angry comments. Yeah, because I think TikTok uh, sent the video to all communications majors, so they were like, "That's what made it everyone so angry." It was like the algorithm, you know, sent it to the wrong people instead of like Bachelor fans and musical theater lovers, which is kind of funny. What was that like to see that? Two million people have watched this video. That's incredible. It's so fun. It's so fun. I just like was looking at my phone for days, just watching the numbers go up, and I just show everybody. I'm like, look, the numbers are going up. <laughs> like on the street? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you see this? <laughs> it's called going viral, baby. Uh, I have noticed your whole personality has changed. Oh, yeah. I'm a big deal now. I'm a pretty big, big deal. Big time now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys talk about going viral. You guys have gotten huge. Pace case, I was in Aww. Scottsdale, my cousin's wedding. She goes, have you heard of this really cool podcast? I've been listening to it called Game of Roses. And I was like, have I heard of it? Come on. <sighs> You're talking to someone who has co-hosted and been welcomed into the pit officially hello yeah i was like welcome to the pit bitch (laughs) oh my god i hope that's your next bachelor the musical song welcome to the pit bitch (laughs) when i first came on game of roses i think you had only had one guest who had been on the bachelor and now you've had so danny padilla yeah danny padilla so nice yeah you really to the moon you were in on the ground floor rachelle i guess so feel very um there was another point of controversy that i remember with bachelor the musical i can't remember yeah when you told me this but you told me that the bachelor asked you to take roses out of your poster oh yeah we got a cease and desist they said no roses on the poster I was like, what, okay, I for guess. For what reason? Were they like the roses are copyrighted? How is that possible? Well, everyone I talked to, so technically it was Warner Brothers who sent the cease and desist, and everybody's like, oh, they're just trying mm-hmm. to scare you. Like, they really can't do anything because of parody law. 
But like we just wanted to kind of cooperate to show them like we were cooperating, like we're still going to do the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they said no roses and they made me change some of the color schemes. And I was like, okay, whatever, whatever. They're like, we also own red, so no red. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. I'm like, can you do that? I guess. I mean. So when is the show coming to Los Angeles? So right now it is slotted. I know this sounds so far away, but 2023. The plan is to start off Broadway and then tour the country. That's the plan. Oh, my God. And, you know, it's hard to make plans in this day and age. We don't know. Maybe monkeypox yes. will have taken over by then, and there'll be no more oh live God. shows. But Don't jinx us with the monkeypox. I'm knocking on wood. <laughs> but uh, right now, that's the plan. And maybe we'll have some new songs in there based on this new season, I'm sure. There's a lot of fun oh, yeah. stuff to mine. Double bachelorettes. Yeah. Um, but I think an- another reason that Virgin song went viral is because everyone's like, whoa, this is happening right now on this season. Who was the Virgin mm. on that last season? Um, Teddy. Teddy. Teddy Wright. Yeah. And everybody's like, whoa. And it's like, no, they do this every season. You know, you and me, we know that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think we just looked it up and the first one was in season two or three. Wow. Shh. All the way back then. She revealed it in her ITMs. I don't know if she ever told The Bachelor. Oh, interesting. But it's because on Almost Famous OG, AFOG, Trista and Bob were talking about this. And he sa- or she said the first version was during some later season. And Bob was like, no, there was one on my season. <gasps> And actually, there was one before Bob's season. <laughs> it's wow. got a rich history in the game. It does. And it's so bizarre. Like, why? I feel like I don't encounter that many virgins in real life. Do you? <laughs> like it, they make it seem oh, so The common. only people I've slept with. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and clues, I guess. <laughs> and clues, of course. That How do you think he, his voice is so sultry? <laughs> It's his his virgin his virgin spirit coming yeah, through. Yeah. Oh man. So Rochelle, you are also my Nick Vial correspondent. Oh yeah, happy to do that. <laughs> I am going to listen for our digging deeper episode this weekend. I have not, but did you watch or listen to the Nick Vial Natalie Joy on Call Her Daddy? interview yes i actually didn't know what was happening and pace case texted me did you see this and i was like omg (laughs) tuning in tuning in so i listened this morning on my hike and listen we've heard the story of their relationship before it's nothing new but they did seem very comfortable Mm -hmm. had a great conversation with alex and she's she's a good interviewer don't you think Oh yeah, yeah. I think she's great. Yeah. I haven't really listened to the older stuff, and I know I didn't. Yeah, that's people when have I all their different it. opinions. I but... really hated it. I really hate the whole. It seemed like feminism, but to me, it was feminism disguised as like, how can we please men? That was just my take on it, and I hmm. wasn't into it. But I think she's really grown into her own. Obviously, she's built a huge fan base. But uh, yeah, you have any questions on? what was talked about yeah were, well were there any big takeaways were there any fairy tales torn to shreds during this interview or 
so they did not address the controversy of Natalie Joy's Instagram, uh, infamous Instagram caption copying. But Alex, I wonder if that was like not allowed during the interview. So then Alex posted something on her Instagram that Natalie had brought it up after they had been done recording. Like, I'm surprised you didn't ask me this. And she's like, oh, I hadn't heard about it. Alex said that. And then Natalie said mm. something about she had asked a friend for help on it. And then her friend had told her to post it or something like she blamed a friend. And I'm like, that seems oh not God. true at all. I'm sorry. That's very genuine and real. Yeah, very genuine <laughs> and real. Like, oh, you hired Oh, yeah, my to friend post. had my account. I know. Yeah, very similar. <laughs> um, but no, she came off great on the podcast, Natalie, and talked about how their relationship started. She slid into his DMs. They started hooking up. And then she let him know that she wanted a relationship. He said he didn't want that. And she kept asking him and finally was like, listen, if you don't want this, I know I'm going to get hurt. So I'm out. And then he so said. So she issued an ultimatum. Ultimatum. They work, I guess. They do work. Interesting. Would you ever do that? Would you ever issue an ultimatum? Issue an ultimatum? Yeah. <gasps> I, I have not yet, but who knows? Oh! Are you on the brink? No, no. Okay. <laughs> no, I look, I watched the show The Ultimatum. It doesn't seem like a great idea from that show. It doesn't seem great. Yeah. Ideally you won't have to. You'll just like have I love think it, and give love. Yeah, I think it's an indicator of some other communication things going on in the relationship. Yeah. I my favorite ultimatum was um Katie and Tom on Vanderpump Rules. Oh, I, I she issued that. an ultimatum. And did he to get accept married. or did he say, no, I don't want to? <laughs> they did get married. They have since announced they're getting divorced. I'll see. But before before the ultimatum, he, he gave her a ring on a string as like the promise oh, no. gesture. Oh, no. A ring on a <laughs> she string? She had a necklace that had a ring on it. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah, it's not the um, best. Have song. you ever issued an ultimatum, Michelle? No, I haven't. I haven't. Would you? I I hope to not have to. I guess I'll say that. Like, I feel like I'm at a point now where I would just leave. Like, if if the other person isn't willingly giving that up, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'd just, like, take that. I, I've become very comfortable being alone, so I would just be like, okay. At least that's what I think now. Who knows, you know, when I'm in the thick of it. But right. um, yeah, ideally, a relationship is not something you have to fight tooth and nail for. That's my hope. <laughs> I, I, I hope so, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I honestly, like, I texted you this. I was like, this is emergency news. I had no idea that this was going to be happening. Like, I don't listen to all of that podcast, but I've listened to some and I and I do like her interview style and how she sort of is incorporating some mental health stuff because yeah. I think her mom's a therapist and so oh, she's really interested in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's just had some fascinating interviews. And then I was like, wait, what? How is this happening? Is Was there because they're not in the news to yeah from what i know so well, it was an interesting were, timing yeah i told you this over text but they were on the vile files early on like before they were super huge i think 
And oh, when it was two hosts. Uh, yes, when it was two hosts. And Alex and Nick, they said on the podcast, had matched on Raya, uh, which I thought was a funny tidbit. Oh, so they kind of gotcha. go back. They go back. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you that I matched with one of the players that's on Windekia? <gasps> Why didn't you text me this immediately? Wait, are you? This was a while ago, obviously. This was maybe 10 years ago. Okay, I, I just know, panicked. I'm like, <laughs> this you is didn't a very break long up time with your ago. boyfriend, did you? Okay, good, good, good. What? Wow. No. I know, I know. No, wow. but yeah. So Alex and Nick never went out, though? No, they That's never went out. Man, these these Wendekia guys, I feel like they're a good bunch. I feel like... I, oh, yeah? I feel have, you, have you looked at them? Oh, I looked at all of them. Are you kidding me? Ooh. And- I haven't looked at because we're, we're going to do our, our breakdown yeah. coming up soon. And the average age is 28, which I think is a good number. Oh, wow. That's pretty high for an average. I think so, too. <laughs> and I think that's an improvement. Oh, man. Yeah. Do you have any favorites right off the bat? Um, I'd have to pull it up. Do you want me to? I if mean, the, the twins... I, I love a twin. <laughs> Twins are the highlight. <laughs> oh, they look horrible, to be honest. Not horrible, but um, I think they're we like DJs haven't or something. Seen, we haven't seen male twins yet. We had Brad and Chad Womack. His twin filled in for him at a cocktail party. He's a twin? Weekly. Oh, my yes. God. Identical. I forgot Brad that. Brad and Chad. That is a piece of bachelor lore that i had forgotten this is why you guys are so good you know everything because we have a problem yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh i have to say the bachelors really stepped it up with their photography finally we're getting good shots these guys look good in these oh the headshots yeah they're much better don't you think some of them though let's see i think so it's definitely better than when I don't know if it was the COVID seasons, but they just had everyone had a random different picture that they had just taken outside. Yes, yes. Against a wall. Some of them were horrible. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't have. I do think this Colin Farrell guy, I just think it's hilarious. There's a guy named Colin Farrell. <laughs> there's someone named Colin Farrell? Yes, there's someone but named. But not the actor? No, it's not the actor, unfortunately. Someone named Colin Farrell. And I probably he, would have heard that. He kind of looks like Colin Farrell. He's 36. He lives in Chicago. Um, yeah, we did a deep dive on our podcast a while ago, but I think he might be an improviser, Lizzie. He might be an improviser. Oh, no. And that's never good. Oh, no. <laughs> so if he's the villain. Why is that not good? Uh, have you ever dated an improviser? <laughs> I no. they're talented and funny, but not great to date. And mm. for some reason, they have inflated egos because they're funny and like girls see them on stage and want to date them, so they have these inflated egos. I, I don't know. That's just yeah. I've heard experience. I've heard stories of you know the improv world and the interesting relationship dynamics. Yes. Yeah. Um. But. Oh. I think he is an improviser. Uh, Oof. 
thank you. I I look forward to uh, looking at these more in depth and seeing your your one true love, Colin Farrell. <laughs> um have you been listening to any of the other the official bachelor nation podcasts lately no are you kidding me absolutely not (laughs) absolutely not don't you think are you aware of the sauce wars what oh with joe with grocery store joe Mm mm-hmm well, it's a larger war. It is between the company podcast and the tea podcast. Wait, what? The sauce wars is basically people are starting to spill tea. Demi spilled some major tea defining herself as a tea person last week, I would say. On her podcast. Um, so I think she did this on her own podcast, Demi Goddess, with Pilot P and Dustin. Okay. So... It was basically like Blake Horseman was talking about how he was giving advice to people on Paradise and saying, you know, if someone has an official Bachelor podcast, be wary of them, essentially, because they're going to get good edits. Like, don't target the same people oh as them. Oh, my gosh, that's so smart. Like that. That's that you really have to do that. They're like protected. Yeah, yeah. they are. And... I guess clickbait fought back <gasps> and he like he had said that. Natasha had gotten a producer rose. So there's just sort of people on these like two sides of this fight essentially going yeah. on. And then there are people who are fences. Yes. And I just looked this up because I was like, is fence already a term? A fence is known as a receiver, mover, or moving man, an individual who knowingly buys stolen goods in order to later resell them for profit. Huh. Or a synonym for cool used to describe an event object person or feeling that concert was the fence that's not a thing that's not a thing and then urban dictionary when two men dot 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 sexual activity fencing (laughs) oh maybe like fighting with their dicks like their (laughs) fence that's the dot 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 part (laughs) this is a family pod oh my goodness (laughs) sakes but yeah that's essentially what the sauce wars are and so we we did come up with the term sauce wars. Yes. We use sauce to describe like when you're putting the company's spin on something, essentially. Wow. Like, I just. Their narrative. How do these people sleep at night? How do these company men sleep at night? Just having to lie out of their butts for, for The Bachelor? Come I think on. they sleep on Casper mattresses. God, they do. With Brooklyn and sheets. <laughs> wow. Um. How are you feeling about the upcoming Windakia season with two bachelorettes, by the way? Can I ask a question about that, about the sauce wars? I'm really into this. Yeah. So what is your definition of fence? You mean fence is like someone who's in the middle, not not speaking? My definition is someone who's in the middle who like sometimes says like, oh, that was an edit, but sometimes not. Like, you know, I would say Nick Vial yes. would be a fence. Yeah. Yeah. But leaning towards company, I would say, don't, wouldn't you? Hmm. Because yeah. the company still yeah. is he definitely in their good graces. He definitely graces. Like, gets the episodes early. Exactly. They're in the good graces. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas uh, they get access. Chatty Broads it was never a fence. Would be, that would, no, no, that would be like a tea podcast, I would tea say. Tea podcast, yes. Okay, and I just have an opinion on Blake. I think he needs to. I, I'm worried about him. Pace case. I'm really worried about him. What, why? He's thriving. Is he, though? I think he needs to. I know he had record-breaking DJ set. We'll get to that. (laughs) 
I just feel like he's so bitter. And I would be too. Honestly, I relate. But he needs to move on, let go. And I think he needs to move on from Bachelor Nation. Like, there's just so much darkness there. Well, we will see if he is moving on from Bachelor Nation coming up in this episode. But that's it for our lovely field report from Rochelle Mace. Thank you so much for doing that with me and keeping me updated on all things happening in the theater. Oh, I forgot to ask you, Bachelor Live on stage. Thoughts? Yes. So I thought because there's also the Bridgerton live experience that's touring and they they seem kind of similar Are to they me. related? I think they're similar because they're like immersive experiences. Targeted at women. Targeted at women. And it's like what, your TV show, like you get to be a part of it. And I thought they were the stupidest mm. ideas I had ever heard. But people love going to them. It seems like people are having fun. Bachelor Clues and The Dark Seeker loved it. Right? And I'm like a little bit disappointed in that because I wanted it to be so bad. Um, but I don't know if like, I don't know if they wouldn't classify it that way, but I would say they still <laughs> loved it. <laughs> and what I don't get is like the dancers. Like, who is it that's opening the show dancing? Sydney Lotwako yeah. and Adam, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that seems so random. They're like, who's who's an alumni that has some kind of talent? Let's stick them up there. And then and then Becca does a dance as well, right? Like Greece. Well, Sydney Sydney spilled some tea about the living conditions for it and how she was basically sequestered because of COVID oh, no. while other people were not. Oh no. Aren't you surprised and Ben Higgins really didn't come back to host the tour? Um I don't he had a lot going on. I don't know. <laughs> I also heard he was demanding a lot more like he wanted his own tour bus like he was kind of uh, oh, his his rider was the problem. Yeah, I don't know if that was the problem, but I do know like Becca was was with the crew, and he was like separated and kind of had asked for. It's hard to tour; like you really have to put up with a lot. It's not. Yeah, it's not luxury. That's for sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> but Bachelor the Musical will be luxury. Don't worry. <laughs> Anyway, thank you for this beautiful field report. Oh, you're um, welcome. And up next will be our segment where we discuss what we're watching while we're not watching The Bachelor. This is... What are you watching? What are you watching? Clues, mm-hmm. I've been on a mission. I'm trying to find Ooh. the perfect t-shirt. Yeah. Um, because it's spring, I'm ready to get out there, I'm ready to peacock. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims. From cropped silhouettes to long-sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. You guys know how excited I was that Skims became one of our sponsors for this podcast. They have great basics and foundations. I got the boyfriend t-shirt in Onyx, that's kind of a dark black color and the cotton jersey long sleeve t-shirt in kyanite which is kind of like a blue green and they're both so comfortable it's basically like you are wearing nothing great for free spirit types well for all the free spirits out there right now you can shop the skims t-shirt shop at skims.com 
now available in sizes XXS through 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcasts in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's Skims. Clues, it is springtime. It is the off-season. It mm. is gore girl summer. The weather's getting warmer. Thank true. Dark Lord Palmer. And it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and cowls and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul, get those staple pieces, and I found quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces keeping me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I got the cotton modal scoop neck tee. It is so cute. It is literally the first thing I reach for in my dresser when all my clothes are washed. You know those special items. If you are not like Clues, who only wears one outfit. I'm Quince head to toe at this point. I'm a Quince boy. <gasps> I'm a source boy, Quince boy. Let's you got no go. idea. I'm wearing Quince t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince long sleeve t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince sweaters, Quince pants. I'm Quinced. <laughs> Just call me Quince, King Quinces, Okay, they call me. I love Quince. Okay, Quince. Uh, get warm weather ready with Quince. Be a Quince King yourself or Quince Queen. Go to Quince.com slash roses for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash roses. Game of Roses is sponsored by BetterHelp. Clues, uh, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And if you keep them all bottled up, it can affect you negatively. Therapy is a great place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You might be taking care of your physical body, but are you taking care of that beautiful mind, Clues? Yes. I have benefited from therapy greatly in the past. Uh, it has helped me get through stressful experiences, manage boundaries, learn coping skills. You know, the the whole premise of life is is kind of a, a it's a lot to undertake, and therapy can help with that. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do to get started is fill out a brief questionnaire. Then you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists literally at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game of Roses today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game of Roses. Rochelle, what are you watching? Okay. The best show on television, hands down, is Severance. Is Severance on Oh, I love Severance. It's so good. And it's over now, but I'm still talking about it. If you haven't watched it, you got to. I, I said that to Bachelor Clues, he refuses. Bachelor Clues would love that show. That show is right up his alley, isn't it? It's like dark and like dystopian. Yes. That's all. Who's oh, totally. in love with dystopian stuff? Yeah. I think he would love it. He would. I think it's about the format it's on. It's on Apple. Yeah. It on? It's on Apple Plus. Apple Plus. Yeah. He doesn't have a subscription to that. 
I, th- I think so. I think that's the problem. <laughs> He's drawing a line, and the line is random, and it so. is at Apple Plus. You know, we all got to stop subscribing somewhere, so I understand. But I agree. Severance is amazing, and, like, the show was so good, and then, you know, it's very easy for a finale to let you down, and that finale yes. did not let you not down. Not at that all. That was perfect. Not at all. I know, after Lost, you're always, like... There's the PTSD of like I'm my hopes are really high for this to all to bring it all together and they did and I think they're going to mm. keep doing it with their future seasons so I'm excited. Um, I'm I guess in the minority that I I enjoyed the ending of Lost but oh you did oh people god people were upset oh god <laughs> I just love that show so much I was just like on board for whatever that was a great show man <laughs> those cliffhangers so good <laughs> oh my god um. It, that show is amazing. That pilot of that show is oh, perfect. Wow. That was an experience. That was before TV was so cinematic. It was like the beginning of that. You're like, there's a, yeah. this looks like a movie. Are you kidding me? Perfectly yeah. written pilot. Um, I'm also watching, are you watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Yes, I am. Okay, I'm great. catching up right now. Great. I'm at La Quinta. <laughs> La Quinta, we can't escape La Quinta. We cannot escape La Quinta. Preview of my scream for later is regarding La Quinta and R-H-O-B-H. Like, La Quinta has become its own reality TV character at this point. It's yeah, they just, they're just like, we shoot TV shows here. Yeah. It's not even a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's pretty good so far. I just, I kind of hate how mm-hmm. they have Who one are your argument. favorites? I I love Sutton. Is that controversial? I don't know. Like I just I, like it's controversial for me. Well what? I know I I've seen this, I think, on your Why stories, you how her? you think she's so insane. I liked how she stood up to Erica last season. I thought that was baller. And Erica deserves mm. to be taken down. I think she's evil. <gasps> I do. The way she talks about this case is like so sad. Well, I love Lisa Rinna, which is also, I think, no, a mixed. No, no, people have no. mixed reactions to her as well. But I, why? I, I think she's endlessly entertaining. <laughs> and I think she just, like, she knows, like, her shtick. And she she's, does. like, so good at it. She does. And, like. She's, like, cut from the Kardashian cloth, I think, in that she she just knows what she's doing. And she, you know, knows that she's selling out on a certain level. And she's okay with that. Yes. Pimping her yes, daughters out. They all are. Mm-hmm. Mm, that, huh. <laughs> You're not on board with that. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> another, another connection to Bacheloration, Scott Disick. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love Scott. Is that controversial? I think he's so funny. Absolutely. Oh. I'll never forget the episode where I watched him shove a $20 bill down a waiter's throat. Oh, I forgot about that. That's bad. Yeah, that you can't really come back from that, can you? I mean, yeah. 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 But I, I'm watching all of those. Yeah. I watched also the Temptation Island reunion or finale and reunion. Did, have you watched Temptation Island at all? No. Is it worth watching? It's, <laughs> I mean... I love it. You do. <laughs> it's a it's a wild premise. Is it better and or worse? I think worse? they really overly produce it. Oh, really? The the one show on Netflix where they 
are like, and the twist is you guys can't have sex or kiss. Oh, too hot to handle. Yeah, do you think it's better than too hot to handle? Because I like that hmm. show. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, I would say the too hot to handle premise doesn't really work for me. Okay. Because it's like once you know it's that, and then they all just break. I don't know. Yeah. I watched the first season and then lost. Yeah. Lost it in the second. Yeah. Did you continue watching? Yeah, I I keep watching because it's good like cleaning TV. Like you can have it on while you're cleaning and you won't Mm. miss anything if you're not watching every second. That's a good recommendation. (laughs) I am also catching up on Real Housewives of Miami. Love that. And I watched the first episode of Real Housewives of Dubai. Okay. How was it? Which I'm already completely on board, but I would say it doesn't make me want to live in Dubai. (laughs) Isn't Dubai is, so far? Isn't there like a lot of corruption there? I have no idea. Um, there's from how the show portrays it is just like there's a lot of money lot and of there's money. some, you know, there's strict alcohol laws. I only the old, the only things I know of Dubai are from reality shows like yeah. Ninety Day Fiance and and this. Yeah, but. Some excellent characters in it. Okay, I'll check it out. In the first episode, this woman puts giant blocks of ice in her pool because it's so unbearably hot. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, recommend checking it out. Okay, I will. (laughs) And that's what we're watching. Coming up, we are going to talk about all of the latest news in the nation. This is Bachelor Nation News. The biggest news this week is of the Windeckia kind. Woo! The official 32 players for Bachelorette Season 19 have been released. We will be doing an in-depth two-part breakdown of the Rookie Cast Instagrams after Pace Case Spring Break and leading into the premiere of Vendekia on July 11th. It's so soon. But dark. <laughs> it's so, it's basically tomorrow. I know. And I was like, it's, I thought it was still so far away because it seems so far away. But wow, time flies. Dark Lord Palmer took to the Gen Z platform TikTok in a hilarious TikTok live event called Meet the Men with Jesse Palmer to give us our first look. We post each player's photo and Instagram handle on the Gore Instagram page if you want to get a head start on your own. Parasocial relationships with the players of the Windekia season before we do our in-depth breakdown in the coming weeks. We already got your, your hot takes off the top. Yep, yep. Twins. No go for Rochelle. Colin Farrell, absolutely but not. But she wants to date Colin Farrell. <laughs> Speaking of hosting chops, friend of the pod and opera singer, Charlene Joint just announced that she will be the new host of Bachelor in Paradise Canada. This is so great for her. This is perfect. Yes. Joint got perfect. the 17th best RQ of all time, the Fimp Rose, and the honor of the Dark Lord himself, describing her as the most intriguing person to ever appear on The Bachelor. She will start season two of Bachelor in Paradise Canada alongside returning resident bartender, Bachelorette Canada ring winner, BIP season five and Winter Games player, Kevin Went, and she will surely absolutely kill it in this new role. 
She's done an incredible job with her podcast, Dear Shandy, which she co-hosts with her husband, Andy Levine, a.k.a. Machine Levine. She's a great person. I can't wait for this. I know. You know what's funny is she just doesn't seem like a bachelor. Like, she didn't do that well on the show, don't you think? Like, she seemed so awkward. I think she did incredibly well. You do? I mean, she seems like the perfect <laughs> I think she's, catch. like, one of the most memorable people that's from that true. season. That's true. That's true. She is super memorable. And she's just so talented. Like, actually talented. Which is rare in reality television. Yeah, her... She was one of my favorites when I was watching. Me too. That's uh, true. So long ago. Yeah. And we also, we've had, we've talked to them for their podcast. And she is, their podcast like looks amazing. They do an amazing job with it on YouTube. She has a good uh, eye for detail, I think. I haven't watched Bachelor in Paradise Canada, but this makes me want to. <laughs> oh my gosh, should we watch it? There's just no time. There's no time. Are they on a beach or are they in like all these other a shows? snow hut? I have to watch Real Housewives of Dubai. <laughs> are they on a beach in Canada? Does Canada have beaches? I think they're at like a lakeside okay. thing. All I'm right. not sure. Hmm. Speaking of new roles, Bachelorette season 14 runner-up, BIP season 6 villain, co-host of the Behind the Rose podcast, Blake Hortzman, a.k.a. Baylock High, will be making his return to reality TV on All Star Shore, no. which will stream on Paramount Plus and feature his rumored girlfriend from the first season of Love is Blind, Giannina Gibelli. No, no, Gibelli. no, no, no. No. <laughs> this is my fact checker saying this is false. While we don't know who he will wind up being, we look forward to seeing Baylock High return to the medium screen to <laughs> dazzle and twirl. See, he's off. No, why are you saying no? I just don't think he should be doing this. I don't think he should be dating Giannina. Why? Dating Giannina. He needs to get, I think he why? needs to take his, I don't know. I don't like this for him. I want him to be a have. What do you want for him? I guess I'm still holding on to this person I thought he was, maybe. Like, Giannina is such a reality star, and she seems so, like, off her rocker, to be honest. And... I mean, I, is this just based on the edit? Yeah, on Love is Blind? it's just based on the edit. Mm, I don't trust any edits ever. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Okay. I mean, I think he's thriving. We'll we'll get to a, a parasocial play he made as well. Um, you know, I wish him nothing but but the best. I wish him nothing but the best as well. But I think he's headed for some kind of implosion. That's just what I see. That's what I see. Oh my God. <laughs> And a big congrats to some. Sorry, is this me? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> and a big congrats to some players on their expanding families. The Bachelor Nation keeps getting larger and larger. Ben Higgins's first choice for life, Lauren Lane, is expecting her second child with husband Chris Lane. Season eight Bachelor Dr. Travis Stork and his wife Paris welcome baby girl. And a happy birthday goes out to Bachelor Happy Hour host, Michelle Young. Woo. She turned 29 last week, and we wish her an excellent 29th revolution around our dying son. <laughs> and now for all the news that's happening within our computers, in our phones, on our TikToks, on our Twitters, on our Instagrams. This is... 
the parasocial play, 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 play of the week. We had a lot of very, very strong parasocial plays this week. First of all, I didn't watch all of Dark Lord Palmer's 45-minute TikTok live announcing the men, but I saw clips of the experimental parasocial play, and I appreciated his enthusiasm that we got to know him as well. For instance, he laughs at some of the men's answers, and he's never had an icy at a gas station before. (laughs) Oh, man. It's so funny they're on TikTok now, but I guess... It is. Good for them. Good for them. Trying to get that young audience hooked like we were, man. I mean, we're hooked for life. Look at us. I know. They got us when we were young, and now we're still in it. (laughs) Face God McKenna Dorn, which I have some opinions about her, tweeted, I don't watch the show anymore, but I heard Bachelor in Paradise is starting to film now, so I wanted to send a virtual hug to the person who will walk down last to the beach. It's going to suck. And feel unfair, but please know there's someone amazing out there for you. Heart hands emoji. This tweet produced 1.3 thousand likes and paints final sand as a spot any Bachelor in Paradise player does not want to be in. Technically, this could have been Alexa Ray Caves if Ivanhoe had not hacked into a producer's (laughs) cell phone. Which player do you think could do the most damage as final sand? I would personally love to see Victoria Fuller as Final Sand. I think she could do a lot of damage late in the game. Oh my gosh, you need to get a hold of a producer and tell them this. That is a check per- on. Yes, that's a perfect idea. She's like the ult. Everybody would love to date her, don't you think? I think she would be one of the first, one of the first Sands. Yeah. If she is going to paradise. Have you heard any rumors that she is? I thought she had a boyfriend. I have heard that, okay. but I'm not sure. Ooh. Spoil free currently. Ooh. What if Michelle Young <laughs> is final sand? Is final sand. <laughs> if she breaks well, up. I would be devastated because that would mean that Nachelle is over. Yeah. Which I think it is, but oh, God. it's neither here nor there. Don't say that. <laughs> Speaking of things that are over. Baylock High posted another huge post-festival play this week regarding Stagecoach. He posted on Instagram, and the caption read, It's official. I had one of the biggest crowds in the history of the Honky Tonk tent. Around 7,000 of you showed up and danced with me. Can't put into words how much it means. Heart emoji. Love y'all. What are some other fests y'all want to see me at? Cowboy hat emoji. We love to see a player breaking a world record, especially when it comes to a Paradise Redemption arc. Mm-hmm. This is the play I was referring to earlier. Yeah. Is he actually a good DJ? I haven't been. I saw him at Caitlin Bristow's tour. He was DJing her, like, oh, really? off the Vine tour. Yeah. It was early on in his DJing career, so maybe he's improved since then. <laughs> Damn, roasted. No, I'm, gl- I'm glad he's... I just... I can't get on board with this, with his life choices. <laughs> but that is great. That's good for him. I don't know if you're going to like the next one. Uh-oh. <laughs> Pit member and Bachelorette season 17 villain edit recipient Hunter Montgomery posted a cheeky response to Blake's all-star shore announcement. He commented, 
Hope you get the Ben Higgins edit. And Balake responded, laughing, crying emojis. This show is the opposite of The Bachelor. And I loved it. Crying, laughing emoji. What does that mean? The opposite of The Bachelor. Well, he called Bachelor producers opposite life coaches. So this makes me think the producers of All-Star Shore are life coaches. I think that's how logic works. Or they don't pretend to be a life coach like Bachelor producers. Mm. They just, you know, corrupt them, manipulate them, but are upfront about it. Hmm. All of these were outstanding plays, but there can only be one winner. A member of the pit at AnnBK23 showed up at grocery stores <laughs> sauce party at Mariano's in Chicago and performed an I It's Like Restaurant in front of the grocery store himself. I don't know if I can even describe this play to do it justice. There's photos of the four of them. There's pictures of them with GSJ and the sauce. There's wow. them with Kenny and Mari. Wow. This play was massive and impressive. This four-slide post got 232 likes and the voluntary nudity taco king himself, Kenny Brash, commenting. Whoa. So did they tell Grocery Store Joe that they were in the pit? Because I know he has strong feelings about y'all. I don't know. The caption reads, Fridays with Joe. Thanks for being so sweet. It was so surreal. Oh, so I guess Clay Harbor is here as well. And then there's a bunch of hashtags of the pit. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. It was so beautiful and well thought out. And, you know, we love to to support the to support the sauce king in all of his endeavors. So, Rochelle, you had some strong feelings on grocery store. I seem to remember. Yes. I want to know how was the sauce, though? Did she try the sauce? Is it good? Um, I have tried the sauce. The sauce is good. Ooh, I'm going to have to pick some up. Um, grocery yeah, store Clues Joe. bought it online and then realized it wasn't vegan, and he gave it to me, and so I've eaten it. Oh, for no. Meals. <laughs> grocery store Joe was following me on Instagram at one point, but I don't know if he still is. Um, oh. I know. He was how, so nice to me. How did that me. come about? Oh, when he came on The Vile Files. Hmm. Nick was like, she's in love with you. I remember you declared your love for him. <laughs> What'd you say? Oh, Nick said that? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> she's been trying to get you on this podcast for a year. So finally, finally he was on it. Yeah, he's a very how, nice How do you guy. feel about it now that he's engaged to a person other than you? Wait, they're engaged? Did they get engaged on the oh, beach? No, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to break it to you like this. Did- yes. He proposed to Serena P on the beach. I blocked that. I definitely watched that on TV, so I blocked that out of my memory. Oh, my God. We're watching. I'm in denial. Someone go through something in real time here. The seven stages of grief right here, right now. I guess I thought to myself. You're like, denial. Yeah. You're like, I watched it. You didn't get engaged. I guess I thought there was no way they would last, but they're proving me wrong. And they seem really cute together, actually. So I'm happy for them. I am. Well, 
an update on that proposal, Kendall revealed that she didn't know there was an engagement coming either, and that's the only reason she went and talked to them. But they had her basically interrupt the proposal right before. Yeah, that was a producer move, 100%. I did not like them doing that. I felt bad for her. I don't think she wanted to. I don't think that was her idea to go out there. Kendall. Well, con- I, I don't think it was. Yeah. Congrats and to at and BK23 yes. on this incredible, incredible play. Yes. You're doing the pit proud. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now... There's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums, and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. If you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor reviewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, my Mm. favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want uh, wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing. What's in the box? On every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. Sweaters, candles, 
The dreaded bathrobe? Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. My mom loves hers. I'm throwing pictures of Skabuli and our cat up there. She's laughing. She's texting me. He's so cute. I wish I could meet him. It's the next best thing to, to meeting my cat, really. You know, I love that it was so easy to set it up. I've recently learned I'm not good at uh, building things and I need an easy install. And this only takes about two minutes to set up the frame using the Aura app. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected, come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. She'll be grateful it's not another sweater and she'll love the frame to see more of you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A, Frames.com. Use code ROSES at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. You are. And now for all of the plays... That happen with non-humans, the creature plays this week. Dancer for Bachelor Live on stage, Sydney Latwako posed with an absolute unit this week, a pup (laughs) named Dixie on her main grid. The caption read, have you ever wondered what your dog would sound like slash say if they could talk? Because same, I imagine it'd be something along the lines of, Mom, get that camera out of my face. Oh, no. This is a Dixie appreciation post since my Instagram is essentially her Instagram, and she just turned seven recently. Cry tear emoji. Also, please caption this photo, laughing, crying emoji. Dixie, this legend, goes to roll around amongst pillows and conduct other shenanigans. Very cute. Well, you just know she's going to have Instagram handles for her kids one day and talk as them when they're still fetuses. I hope so. Like Ari and Lauren did. That was bizarre. The way you say (laughs) these emojis makes me feel like I'm on the circle. Makes you feel like you're on the circle? Do they read out what the emojis are? You don't watch the circle? No. You would love it. Come on. Yeah, they... they... I tried tried season one. I couldn't get into it. Wow. Wow. I know. I know. (laughs) All right. Katie Thurston and John Hersey took Dexter and Tommy on a hike, but Tommy got to sit back and ride in a cat backpack. All of these creatures were strutting some absolute stuff, but one creature was strutting their stuff better than the others this week. Our parasocial creature of the week goes to Delilah. Face play goddess Olivia Caridi is fostering a 10-year-old pup, Delilah, who made an appearance on our Instagram story. And this pup has it all. A cute white furry body, (laughs) a light pink vest that says the word Voyager, and she's seeking a home. Congratulations to Delilah. I'm sure she will find a home quickly with the strong parasocial play if she hasn't already. Olivia is such a good person. What makes her a face play goddess? Her mouth play. Mm. Oh, yeah. She had a lot of mouth play. Yeah. You're right. She was known for her mouth play. She then named her podcast Mouthing Off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's got... An icon. Yeah. Great use of those chompers. 
And now for the segment where we descend to the bottom of the pit to issue our screams and talk about, you know, our unhealthy relationship to the Bachelor yeah. franchise. Yeah. This is... Screams from the Pit! Rochelle, do you have a scream? I do. Listen, Pace Case, I was enjoying a fun birthday party on the beach. It was a wonderful, beautiful Friday afternoon. I had a sun hat on, had a hard kombucha (laughs) in my hand, and my friend's friend came up to me and said, I heard you like The Bachelor. I also like The Bachelor. And I proceeded mm-hmm. to talk about Uh-oh. The Bachelor for two hours when I should have been enjoying my life on the beach. Yeah. And then I, after that, <gasps> I just was like, listen. Were they engaged in the conversation as well? Or was it you mostly <laughs> spewing? I think it was probably me spewing. But she was like wrapped because she wanted to hear all the dirt, you know. And so I was trying to tell her. Mm. Oh, yeah. You have a treasure trove. <laughs> Secrets. <laughs> no, no, no. But... uh she, she I, everything I said, I thought I was going niche, and she was like, oh, yeah, I know them. I've heard of them. I was like, oh, you are in the pit, too. I knew it. I knew she was. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so. That's beautiful. But after that, you know, Shout when you just like. to the beach girl. Yeah, beach girl. She's like, a, she wrote on Fuller House. She's a successful writer. I'm like, it's smart, intelligent, funny women who are into The Bachelor. You can't judge us. That is a phenomenal scream. Were you like, I'm about to co-host? You probably didn't know you were going to co-host. <laughs> I didn't. Coming up. <laughs> I didn't. But yeah, I, I felt sick after that conversation. I was like, I need to stop talking about this damn show. Oh, no. Yeah. Like physically? Maybe it was the hard kombucha. Yeah, it could have been the hard kombucha. Sounds like a bad idea <laughs> in general. It's healthy, you know? That's why I was drinking it. It's actually good for you. I don't know if you know that. I love health. <laughs> well, my scream this week, I alluded to earlier. Yeah. It's titled Screams from La Quinta. <laughs> In addition to everything I've talked about before that I'm watching, I am also watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. catching up on this season. Mm-hmm. And they go to La Quinta. It's not even the first time they've been to La Quinta on the show. Nope. They had an infamous La Quinta thing that I'm sure I talked about last year. Yeah. But I start having these PTSD-esque flashbacks of La Quinta from Bachelorette 16 when I'm watching this. It, it was I see the couch where they ate the mountain of ice cream. I see the scone zone table. I see the Ed Knock Knock at the casitas. I'm just having these ghosts. What about coming up? The Dark for Lord me. Harrison on that scooter scooting around. Remember oh, that? Oh my God, scootering around that pool. They're in the exact same spot. It's just. It's so funny to watch. It also, I'm like, I don't know if it's uh, up to the Beverly Hills Housewives standards. I know. That's what I think, too. I'm like, really? All right. Uh, yeah, it completely took me out of the drama from that show. Me as too. I was just like flashing La Quinta completely. Oh, my God. That scooter. Everyone was so that sweaty. That remember? was really dystopian. Yes. Everyone was so sweaty. They had just like cardboard cutouts of taxis. Yes, that like, the taxi is burnt into my mind. That that the taxi New York is iconic. Setting. Yeah, that's iconic. La Quinta. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> we can't go anywhere. Yeah. 
And then, oh yeah, Claire sniffing Dale's pants in that room in La Quinta. That's burned into my mind as well. Oh yes, mm-hmm. the um, we talked about that date with Ivan where they had to do their love languages on her or something. Yeah, so awkward in that just that conference room <laughs> in La Quinta. <laughs> well, thank you for screaming with me today, You're Michelle. I'm glad it, you were at least outside on the beach. You know that's true. At least I got out. At least you got, got out. Got some fresh air. At least you ha- you got some social some socializing in. That's good yeah. for your mental health. I agree. You know? I agree. Um, and now we have a scream from the pit from a member of our Patreon. This is a scream from Caro Ferg that we will play for you now. Hello, Pace Case and Bachelor Clues. My scream this week is um, related to Pace Case's scream from last week. So not only do I work at a fertility clinic, but it's actually my job to specifically schedule the kind of testing that Pace Case was talking about getting last week. I have done this testing myself. I highly recommend it to anyone. It's really good information to have. But my scream is that I now realize that these tests can be explained with gore terminology, and that's how I'm going to think about it from now on. So generally what you're doing is you're measuring your AMH um, or anti-malarian hormone, and that measures your ovarian reserve or your egg quantity. So it's basically your ovaries future casting your potential to be a package deal. The other thing that you're measuring is FSH, which, you know, sort of colloquially is described as ovarian quality. So it's basically like if you were to produce eggs, what is their potential to become a parasocial powerhouse? Hope this helps. So... Thank you, Carol, for for the scream. Rochelle, I'll give you a little context here. I talked about how I was, I think this is my scream last week or two weeks ago, that I had a call with an OBGYN and I asked to get this fertility testing, basically. Yeah. And the OBGYN was like, that's not a real test. And I was like, my friend got it. But it was actually this girl on Summer House. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, shit, was it not a real test? Was it just like a plot point? And then I, but I looked it up and it was a real test. And and he was like, oh, there is a test. And so yeah. I'm going to be getting that. It's, I haven't done it yet. It's so weird because my it's sister's an OBGYN and she also told me you can't test your fertility. And I was like, but then I'm freezing my eggs. Did you know that? <gasps> no, I'm literally I didn't. starting the medication. Big announcement. Big announcement, you guys. They're going on ice. Uh, starting the medication in two Grocery days. Grocery store, you listening? You got time. I'll open up that freezer for you, Joe. Just for you. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm starting the medication in two days. But yeah, she she literally went in with an ultrasound and looked at all my eggs and like counted them. She's like, one, two, three, four. But like, you know, they you have them each time you ovulate. But she was seeing how many like were there while I was ovulating. Oh. And then they tested I'm doing my hormones. I a different test. Oh. Yeah, I, I did all the blood me. work. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, so this Carol Ferg is actually scheduling this specific test, What a Small World, yeah. and recommends it and explains it in gore terminology here in a way where I was like, this is a very detailed, well-thought-out metaphor. It's very this cute. Scheme. Yeah. <laughs> measuring the AMH, the anti-malarian hormone, is measuring your ovarian reserve, and that's future casting, your ability to be a package deal. Oh, God. And the FSH is your ovarian quality potential to become a parasocial powerhouse. 
I love this scream so much. It's hilarious and very relevant, and I will be using it at my blood test. <laughs> but you're not going to be making Instagram handles for your unborn children, are you? Hmm, haven't decided. <laughs> you know, you got to go where the money's going, baby. Follow the money. I guess so. After Ivan was talking about how much he brings in, I was like, man, it made me rethink everything. I was like, maybe. Oh, that you want to be an influencer? Yeah, now? or I should have tried to become one. Maybe. Okay, how about this? The eggs that you're freezing, give them handles. All of them? You go like, I see, I see Joe Jr. and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, the name of an egg, Scrambly. Scrambly. Maybe you don't want Scrambly. That's bad. That's bad. Um, Egbert. Egbert. Beautiful. <laughs> Egbert and I see Joe Jr. Are, they're going to be perfect. And then I just write captions from their perspective in the freezer. Yeah, still waiting on <laughs> Michelle to maybe do something. <laughs> I hate to break two eggs. There may be no future for you. But just in case, we're doing it just in case. Egbert here, still cold, still hoping Michelle, you know, she had a she had a tender date with an improv person. Not not a high likelihood. I <laughs> might be here forever. One day I'll get fertilized. One day. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be funny. Snatch those handles up, Michelle. Okay, great idea, face case. <laughs> well, Carol Ferg, thank you so much for both relaying some important medical information yeah. like that this test is indeed real yeah. and a good idea mm-hmm. if you know you're interested um you know knowledge is power and oh, yeah. women should be in charge of when they're gonna get pregnant mm-hmm. uh <laughs> anyway if you too would like to submit a scream just subscribe to our patreon at patreon.com slash game of roses Join our Discord and record a minute-long scream, and we may play it on the podcast. Rochelle, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, I feel like we really went on a journey together. We did. I'm sad it's over, honestly. I just love talking about this stuff. The, the journey is the friendship along the way, I always say. Oh, my gosh. That's so true. Know. So it's not goodbye. It's see so, you later. See you later. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Rochelle, where can people find information about you and Bachelor the Musical? You can find me on Instagram at Rishmees, R-E-E-S-H-M-E-E-S-E. And the musical is at Bachelor the Musical on Instagram and TikTok. And uh, for the podcast, at Walk You Out. And as always, what's that D-W-A-A-B at? Well, thank you for asking, Rochelle. It's been 7,382 days without an Asian bachelor. Praise be Dark Lord Palmer. Please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. 
Please get a friend to listen to us and then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then 